You are now listening to episode four of the Talented 10th Podcast. The Talented 10th Podcast is brought to you by Mosaic Management and Consulting. If you're interested in learning more about MMC, go to bshare.com slash get started. This episode is the second in a multi-part series on the traits that I hope to bring and that I expect in relationships and mindsets and all things I care about. Last week, I discussed the foundation, understanding and appreciation. Part two is a discussion of two traits. First is self-direction and an independent mind and and the other is just consistency. Consistency in habits, in devotion, in effort. I have a guest today, and it's one of my closest friends, Chris Gray. Chris, welcome to the Talented Tenth Podcast. Thanks for having me, B. All right. So hopefully, if this uh, episode is half as entertaining as our conversations without being recorded, we're gonna probably have a good one. So I've been talking about these, what I call these six traits. And I know last week you listened to the episode and and we talked about understanding and appreciation just from your own self perspective, from the people that you deal with and what you you hope they bring. And then also the mindset that they the empathy that you have for other people, you know, you want to be understanding of other people and you want to be able to appreciate things that aren't necessarily a part of your relationship, too. So it's multifaceted. But building on that, I think, you know, we're going to tackle the uh, two in this episode. And that's, you know, having an independent mind and knowing what you want and having a sense of direction and purpose in your life. And then the other is consistency. But with the first one, you know, I think that really, that obviously starts with yourself first because I don't think you can want that trait in somebody else if you don't have that type of approach in your own life. And so, For me, I've always really, and I've talked about it before, it was really after my parents got divorced that I just kind of had that that independent mindset that I'm going to be the best determination of my success. Uh, And if I'm relying on other people's opinions and things like that to be the majority of what's going to make me happy, then I'm going to it's going to be a tough role to hold. and so that take practice though. That take practice. It take confidence. And I don't know. I mean It's 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 a lot, like you say. Like the self like you say, it probably happened around the same time for me. I was younger though. My parents first got divorced when I was two. So from two to five, six years old, I really didn't have like a father figure in my, I was the only child. You're the youngest brother, I'm the oldest. So I was really by myself, really living with my grandmother, seeing my mom on the weekend. So from then, you know, I I knew how to play by myself. I knew that, you know what I'm saying? I had older cousins and everything that would visit, but I saw how they play. I really got adapted by older group Mm -hmm. being younger and being like that 
kid that's curious about everything and being around everything. So I kind of picked up on how to, you know, take somebody talking about you or, you know, hearing, you know, teenage conversations when you still in elementary, you know, that was one of my big things. See, I want to, I want to get to that because we, we've had a similar conversation like this before. Cause we, we talk all the time. There's two things. So, the first is learning how to have fun by yourself, right? Um, I tell people all the time, I'm not even ashamed of it. I used to play with action figures all the time and help my imagination and help me. I didn't need other things to be present for me to have fun and and, and, and be creative and and think things through. And I'm, I'm sure you, uh, did similar things, but the the one I really want to dive into is like we we both are the sons of coaches, and we were around older people very early, and so we were exposed to conversations and mindsets at the age of five, six, seven. Uh, that a lot of people don't get. And you you learn how to, because of that, you, you kind of a little bit more advanced in like knowledge of what's to come in your life, not necessarily intelligence. And when you do that, like you start discovering things faster than your peers. So you have to have an independent type mindset and have to be a self-assured, self-confident person. And... I know we done talked about that because you you had that. Yeah, like you really got to be self-confident when you on the back of, like you say, you waterboarding for a basketball, football team, and you know what I'm saying? They don't want a game, and you trying to be back there, you know what I'm saying, listening to what they finna do after the game when they get back home, riding on the bus, you hearing relationship conversations, you yep. hearing how they talk to girls, you listening to what kind of music they listening to, yep. what movies they like. And then it's like, like you say, you're a confident, you're younger. So now you feel like those are the things that you're trying to go after. And then you like and you, you, you learn what to avoid, too. Yeah, you do. You do. And like you say, you take that back to your your elementary and sometimes you too advanced for some and some people are in the same environment mm -hmm. and you you know what I'm saying you have to adapt. But really just like being to yourself and knowing your self-confidence and everything, like you say, you gotta have you gotta have love for yourself. Uh self self-esteem, I mean, that can be built. And I mean, like you say, being around older people help that yeah, help that. Because they're gonna beat built. you down. We were, they we gonna were try the water to tell boys you. and yeah. stuff like that. Right. They, they can talk crazy to you. All right. They, they can they can be mad at your dad and take it out on you. Yeah. And you learn how to you learn how to stand tall in that. And that I mean, my brother and I have talked about that too. But you I mean, golly, I look back. And there's no wonder I thought I felt grown. Cause I remember stuff when I'm five yeah. and you don't really realize that you were that age because like I said, you on the, you on the bus or, you know, you're exposed so often cause it was continuous. Yeah. It was continuous. Like with, with Brian, I played a little AU, but with Brian, when Brian was eight, he didn't stop playing 
until 18, basically. And so I'm six. Yeah, when I was in high school and got older, I had my own thing going, but from six all the way up to when I had my own thing going, I was I was in all of that. And I was constantly around people who were older all year. Growing up, you get to see how they mature too. So it's interesting, but uh, the next the next aspect of of independence is like when you when you're looking in and looking for that in someone else. So whether that be your wife, uh, your girlfriend, or whatever, that that's something that is important to me. It's been very. It's been. It may be the toughest criteria that I impose. And it's not It's not like a checklist type thing. It's just, it's really a mindset. Like, I don't like codependence, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, I, I can't be a, I can't be, I can't be the person that has to make you whole. That is, that is a very unfair, weight to put on somebody and so that independent thinker in in my future wife um, is critical because I need you to have your own thing I need you to have things that are important to you that drive you beyond me Mm -hmm. beyond our kids like I think you cannot have a singular motivation it's just it's it's too exactly it's too risky I believe I understand all that you're saying that I'm going to just touch on the point real quick and get into what you're saying. Like, that's one thing that I don't think men and women, when they're talking about relationships with the opposite sex, like, they don't look at relationships like we're talking about all these aspects. Like, they look at their friends or somebody, you know what I'm saying, that they're going to start a business with or, you know what I'm saying? They don't look at all these traits. We've been told by the media and Disney and fairy tales that, you know what I'm saying, a relationship supposed to be like this. Somebody supposed to be your knight in shining armor or mm-hmm. a woman just supposed to sweep you off your feet and do everything for you. And that's really not how relationships work, especially long-term relationships. Yeah. You're going to have stages that it might feel like a fairy tale, but yeah. if you're together long enough, it's not going to be like that. No. But like we were saying, you have to like, you always want to be wanted instead of needed. You always want to be wanted instead of needed. You don't want people to, like you say, have to have you or need to be, need you to feel whole. Like, you want to be wanted. Like, you want somebody to be able, they could do something else, but they chose you. Like, yeah. every, you want it to be a choice other than like, this person needs me to do this. So I've, if they don't, if they don't have me, they're not going to be able to do this. So I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. And, and the way I put it is I want to enhance whatever your individual aspirations or goals or choices are. I want to enhance you. Yeah. I don't want to change you. I don't want to mold you to my will. I don't want you to bend to my will. I want to enhance what you already bring to the table. Right. And 
that's like a thing like you was talking about at the opening like what you want from like a a, a, a partner with the opposite sex and relationships like that like what do you want and that's one of the things that I do struggle with like because I mean I feel like I'm a simple guy and I don't need that much so mm -hmm. sometimes people feel like I don't care as much mm -hmm. about them because I only need certain things but I'm like my self-confidence and self-drivenness can be a plus and a minus because of that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it really come down to, like, over time, like like you said, there's a difference between that short-term relationship or that short-term feeling or that's, that early stage than when you're looking at a true long-term relationship. Because over time, if you're dependent on somebody else, over time, it's gonna be a natural resentment there. For sure. It's gonna build over time. It may not, it's not necessarily a single day, but it'll build. And the easiest way to defend against that is to, to have things of your own and to have an identity based off of things that you you bring to the table. I I've been that person that was called somebody's brother or uh that's the youngest son and I wasn't known by me first or what I was what I did. And you know that that has carried forward even though it's not even done anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think the same way in, in a romantic relationship where if you're just known to be somebody's girlfriend uh, or, or you, you are known as somebody's husband or something like that, you're just going to be, you're going to resent that classification because you're going to feel like you don't have your own identity. Uh, that that that's kind of on the romantic relationship side but i always said i was going to tie these things back to business as a relationship too like that's something that i need from my employer um and that's something that uh i want my employer to want from me is to bring an independent and an individual view uh, that respects the culture and sees the culture of the business in context. But ultimately, you're bringing Brendan to the table every day. And, and I need to go to work in an environment where I can be myself because I ain't going to be no, nothing else. And that doesn't mean you, you get to act like you do in your living room at work. It just means who I actually am gets to be that person in this environment, in the context of this environment. And that's something I want a lot of my, my young black professionals to, to truly focus in on as like, be yourself within the context of the culture. Don't lose your individuality. Don't shape shift to the point in which you can't recognize yourself, but also don't be so stubborn to think that you get to be the person at in your living room at work. Nobody gets to do it to that degree. But hold your hold your employee, uh, your employer accountable and, and fight for that and don't willingly give that up unless you absolutely have to, because we do have to make compromises, but you shouldn't have to compromise who you are every day.
I mean, you're going into uh, a similar but different environment now and what you do from yeah. being a player for how many years did you play from junior high all the way up? I mean, 20 that was, years of tackle football. Yeah, 20 years of tackle football as a, on the player side now. You know, you're working to be a coach or you're, you're at Memphis. You can tell people what you're doing. Um, but it'll be a little different, I'm sure. Yeah, man, like that that work environment, you really want to always have your own identity, whether it be with the staff, with the kids that you coach in, with the people that's in the office. And like you say, I'm learning that the the, the business cultural side. But like you say, it, it, it's going to take some of the same. You want the same characteristics in any relationship. Yep. <laughs> So I want to move on to consistency. I'll let I'll let you kick that one off. How important is consistency? And I'm I'm setting you up for this question in part because I know you're one of the more consistent people that I know. You're gonna get up and you're gonna do what you gotta do every day. It's 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 just in your nature to to bring a consistent mentality to everything you do. So, yeah, I teed you up, but you can start us off on this one. Like, okay, consistency, let's just talk about it in friendships. Like, you want to know what type of person you're dealing with. You don't want somebody that's a backstabber or somebody that talks behind your back. You want to know, like, you see, when you're around certain people, you see them in all type of aspects. You see them when they're around certain people, when they're not around certain people, whether they be in other relationships and friendships with those people. Do they talk about them? Are they going to be the type that, you know, if you ask them for something, are they going to be there to do it? Or are they going to be, you know what I'm saying, one of those to kind of throw you off? You know, you just you just want a consistent attitude. And like you said, that's one of the things that I try to always be. Maybe it's because it's an athlete, because there's so many ups and downs in your life that, you know what I'm saying, one of my favorite mottos is control what you can control. Yeah. Like, that's one of the hardest things to do. It sounds so simple, but that's one of the things I learned from playing. Like, I can only control myself and, and what I do. So if I'm consistent in what I'm doing, usually, as long as it's going toward the right thing, I'm gonna get the right outcome. So yeah, there was, in this one, it was kind of three parts. I said, uh, in consistency in behavior, in habits and in effort. And I think they all tie together, but they're not necessarily all the same thing. And uh, I think to really be a consistent person, you have to have them in all three. Like your behavior, you can't be no hothead, unpredictable, up and down type. You can't have that type of behavior on a regular basis, that consistently inconsistent behavior. Like people can't trust that. People can't, people aren't gonna give opportunities to folks that are demonstrating that they they can't be consistent and they can't handle behaviorally things uh, in an even way. The same thing can throw them off differently on a different on a different on a different day. Um, but habits is kind of what we were we began with as an athlete, and I know just as someone who was in school forever, the habit side 
is like that second step. First is your behavior, which is kind of the foundation there. And then that behavior over time creates habits. And um, I like to see stability and consistency uh, at, at at work, but I like to see that in my my friendships as well. You 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 mentioned it. Most people, I'm gonna get to know you to the point at which how you're gonna react to things is gonna be pretty predictable, and I think you want that in a romantic relationship too. But uh, that behavior over time is gonna create the habits, and those habits are what you're gonna have to make a judgment if you can live with. That it's not your behavior on individual days. It's what are your habits over time. That's what I, I determine if I'm gonna put a lot of time into something because that's the stuff, that's the best indication of whether you could you can you can live with this. That's that's true. Like if somebody is not being consistent with you, like you say, and you trying to figure out stuff about them like this is the beginning stage. Like you say, is it gonna make you not trust what they do? Like, and another thing that you said, like, people have to accept the person that people show them. Like, if somebody is consistently doing something to you, good or bad, I mean, if you've addressed it, that might just be how they are. So like you say, you have to be willing to accept them and deal with it or, you know what I'm saying, and not deal with the situation or not deal with that aspect of the situation of the person. Because that's one of the things I can do. Like if I know somebody is, you know what I'm saying, a, a BSer, yeah. I can, you know. That's what they are. I, I, yeah, I, you know what I'm saying? I let them still talk their stuff yep. and do whatever they want to do, but... I, I, I leave them in their lane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, the last one is, and this is something that I, I think we should spend, go ahead and close it out with this element of consistency. And, and I think you'll agree, it's the, it's the hardest part about being successful in whatever you choose to do. And that's the, the the third element, consistency and effort. That is, that's how you have success and that's how you sustain it. And when I'm looking at someone else, like if I'm looking at my future wife and her behavior are largely like, and her habits are largely like, but on any given moment, like the amount of effort she's going to be putting into things, it, it, it could it could fall off. That could be the effort in our relationship. That could be the effort in our family. That could be the effort in improvement. That could be the effort in uh, putting towards the, the goals that we've set. Consistency and effort is, is kind of the icing on top. If you can do that, I mean, I can ride with you. Whether we're friends, whether we're work colleagues, whether we're you're my wife. Like, if you can have a consistent effort on top of consistent habits and consistent behavior, then that's what I really mean by the the fourth trait. Consistency is is putting all of that together. And again, we'll bring it back to to friendships. It's the same way. 
I mean, we're getting older. We're I'm 30. You're about to be 30. Um, our friends, we're all we all <laughs> we all still are cool. Like, and we don't have to talk to each other every day. But when we come together, we're always going to make an effort, at least periodically, uh, to meet up and to catch up and not to let good things uh, diminish, uh, whether that's kids or extended family, your brothers, whatever. Uh, I talk to Nile all the time. Kobe will text me his brother. Your brother will. I mean, um the effort to to get down there and make sure you I saw truck uh, before his birthday got to meet someone that was important to him you you put the effort in when it matters yeah and just to wrap up the topic like the thing all of that you said goes back to kind of what I was saying earlier like how we do that with our friends but in relationships with the opposite sex or like when you're doing something long term with that person the effort is the hardest thing you get complacent you get you know what I'm saying used to but like I say you don't look at it like a friendship like you say one that can go 10-20 years with your homeboys or homegirls if if the goal is to be a long term relationship you have to always remember what the goal is like yeah. you know what I'm saying y'all done been together a year now you know what I'm saying stuff is a little different you might have to try to change something up but one aspect getting dead you gotta do, do something to spice it up like, like you Say you go make effort to go see your friends. I know they kids. You know what I'm saying. Do all that. If some news happening with your partner, you gotta. You know what I'm saying. Try to at least be some type of interested, or try to let them teach you about it so you can know about it. Like yeah. that's the type of thing that has to go on in. You know what I'm saying. Partnership relationships and like you say, we do it a lot in friendships, but not in that one. That's 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 big. Because I normally, you know, I normally tie friendships and relationships. Because my wife, I want to be one of my best friends, right? (laughs) But the way you just tie that together, I think that's uniquely... It's funny. I talked to a mentor of mine, and he was talking about marriage. And he was really... He's he's a wonk. He, He... he reads a lot, but he was talking about really the chemical reaction of romantic relationships for the first two and a half years. Like there's a, there's a, you, you truly chemically react to it. And that's what we call that kind of that honeymoon phase, but it, it can't sustain for five, 10 years or longer. Just chemically, it's just, it can't happen. Right. And so when you realize that you kind of, these 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 are his thoughts, not necessarily mine. I kind of agree with them. When you realize that type of thing, um, you look at your family, you look at your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, and you you realize they're an extension of you and your legacy and what you're trying to help teach. If you have kids or help mentor, if you if you don't, or if you're just trying to get better incrementally. That's kind of how he he said he viewed his relationship through and that that kind of made it even that made it better once you kind of get over that those first few years. And it kind of goes to your point of 
very similar to other relationships and your romantic relationships, there's going to be different stages and that there's going to be times in which communication ain't going to be the same like it was in the beginning, just right. by the nature of where you are in your, in your life. And it's not personal. Yeah. Um, so that's a, that's a interesting, that's an interesting take there. I agree with you. And yeah, I agree with you. So yeah, that, that perspective too is, is what matters. But I think you were making that point towards the consistency and effort because sometimes different stages of that relationship right. like is going to take different effort. Like we were saying, like we got best friends that we've been friends with for years, but we don't got to talk to them every day. No. Like in a relationship, like you say, the fairy tale thing, we supposed to be peachy, creamy, happy, go lucky kissing each other every morning looking each other in the eyes like that's not how relationships work period like yeah. you know what I'm saying it's gonna be a time where you you might not holler at them you know what I'm saying for a month it ain't that y'all done fell back you know what I'm saying it's not gonna be like that if you were a partner every day but you're, you're not gonna be into them the same way you might be yeah. busy with work you might be yeah, you're not saying going you're through not something right 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 I'm just saying the the level yeah the level of it, it yeah yeah you're it's gonna not get gonna it where same. you can right because right. right. you, you hustling towards other things right sometimes yeah and that to tie back to last week as we wrap up that understanding of where you are in a relationship the appreciation for the effort that is being put in put in given where you are in your relationship uh, the respect towards that individual mindset like we began today with and that consistent uh, uh, behavior and habits and ultimately uh you know, it, it, that that's what it. That's ultimately what we we've discussed the last two weeks on part one and part two. Uh, effort was what I was trying to get at the end there. But I appreciate you stopping by. I'm gonna definitely come by the house. I know Miss Tanita is cooking uh, for Easter. Uh, for all those out there, happy Easter. I, I went on a little bit of rant of a rant um, because people were saying happy Good Friday. And I'm like, Good Friday is not a happy occasion if you're a Christian. So don't say that. You know but, my point. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying everybody call it good. You. Everybody call it Good Friday. <laughs> right. But the person who uh, got killed, uh, we're, we're everybody after him says good. Don't make him off. feel like that. Okay. <laughs> God, I'm not trying to get Chris going. No, I appreciate you coming, man. I do. We have plenty of good conversations. I can't wait until we get a Dennis uh, truck and now you and me together. We're supposed to be doing that. That'd be insane. Uh, but yeah, I appreciate you coming by. Uh, next week, we're going to tackle the the final two of the six traits I think that are important that we're going to discuss in this three-part series and that's going to be trust and loyalty. I think those take a lot of time. They're not something that you can demand on the front end. It's something you're going to have to build. Something you're not entitled to. Uh, so it'll be be interesting conversation next time. So I appreciate y'all listening. There's more to come. I'll see you soon.